And we are back on the KY Men Morning Show. Joining us now uh, from uh, the city of Dundas is City Administrator Janelle Teppen. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning, Jeff. And thank you so much for coming in today it's on your pleasure. vacation. First day of vacation. All right. Do you have a little bit of time off? Is it a long weekend? Or are you go- Are you getting out of here? Are we preventing you from uh, fun and sun and things like that? Nope. My <laughs> oldest son is getting married on Friday. So oh. I'm going to take a few days off and just... Prepare a little bit for that. And... All right. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations. Let's uh, talk. We'll get you in and out of here pretty quick then. Uh, you had a meeting last night, or the city council had a meeting last night, uh, and some of the things, uh, the topics we're going to talk about, and that includes a, a new contract with uh, Dick Sanitation for... Uh, Sanitation removal. Right. Or remove the sanitation. Refuse collection. (laughs) I guess they leave the the sanitation part. Everything's sanitized. Right. So the city um, has had a contract with DSI, Dick's Sanitation, Mm. for the past five years. It expires at the end of this year. And uh, between the city and the representatives from DSI, we uh, negotiated a five-year extension onto that agreement. Um, and the council approved that last night. So it's just, it, all it has to do, nothing changes except uh, the rates that we pay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on where the fund balance is, whether those uh, increases are passed on to customers is yet to be determined. And are those those aren't paid out of the general fund? There's a, is there a separate fund that uh, is uh, that those get paid out of? Right, the yeah. refuse fund. The refuse fund. <laughs> refuse fund. Okay. All right. So as far as the uh, uh, residents of Dundas goes, really nothing changed. You won't even know. It'll just keep on. There'll be people taking away your refuse. Right. We've had a positive experience with DSI over the mm-hmm. past five years, and I think that's what uh, the council was most focused on is the service aspect of that contract. Um, you know, secondarily are the rates that are charged. All right, let's move on. Uh, emergency vehicles uh, will have a little clearer path either now or in the very near future. Tell us about that. Uh, So the city of Northfield, and I don't know when they made this application to MnDOT for a local partnership program grant um, to install that emergency vehicle preemption um, technology on the street on the signals on Highway 3 all the way through Northfield, down south through Dundas. You know, there's a a signal at County Road 1, which is the responsibility of the county. Mm -hmm. And then we have a signal, Dundas has a signal at Hester and 3. And so all of the three entities, Northfield, Dundas, and Rice County, um, have to sign this contract with MnDOT, um, for maintenance and, you know, ongoing repair and so on and so forth for those signals before we can move forward with the installation of that um, technology with respect to the emergency vehicle preemption. Yeah, let's talk about that. If, let's say, there is a traffic accident or something somewhere south of Dundas, just outside of town, um, the emergency vehicles would have you know, theoretically, a fairly clear route, provided that uh, cars do pull aside, assuming that, but a clear route all the way through and uh, with those, they can change the lights to right. red to green or, or whatever the case may be. Right. So um, emergency vehicles inside the vehicles themselves have, you know, some some mechanics that will flip that um, on the signal. Mm-hmm. So it 
turns that signal from green to red. It's probably a good thing that the uh, rank and file drivers <laughs> in town don't have that, but it does sound like a handy thing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, that's a good good program, and I'm, I'm sure everybody's really happy that they're doing that. So do we have a time schedule on when that will be installed yet? Is that still to be determined? Um, it's my understanding. It's been put off a couple of times now, you know, I'm sure just with projects um, all across the state. Um, my understanding is that it's a spring 2023 project now. Okay. All right. Uh, Janelle Teppen from uh, Dundas is with us. Uh, you have a uh, compensation survey. Are you had one or is it coming up? Uh, so uh, the council approved a couple of months ago um, just to, to hire the consultant that the city uses for compensation studies. Um, we found that uh, in terms of staff compensation that we're falling behind the market uh, just a little bit. And so we wanted to update that in a more formal way. Um, so the council approved that contract with David John and Associates, like I said, a couple months ago, and they received the results of that compensation study last night. And yes, it was reflecting that we are falling behind the market just slightly. And, uh, but we want to, you know, maintain our position in the market, um, recognizing that we're going to lose valuable people um, to other jobs if we don't pay at a market rate. Um, so uh, the council approved that compensation study, and we will be making adjustments to compensation on October 1st of this year. You know, the um, all the cities do this compensation survey, which makes me wonder, why do we always have to pay consultants for that? Isn't Doesn't DEED, uh, Department of Economic uh, Development, Employment, uh, do anything? Nobody does anything like that. It seems like uh, that would be just an ongoing thing, service that someone would provide. So the, the League of Minnesota Cities, which is an organization that all cities across Minnesota are members of, and if you're a member of the League of Minnesota Cities, you're allowed access to their salary survey database. And most cities, a lot of cities, I maybe wouldn't even say most cities, a lot of cities put their information into that database so entities like the city of Dundas can access the database and look at our comparable groups, our comparable cities out there for what they're paying specific kind of benchmark positions. Again, most cities do that. Some cities just, you know, are too small. They don't have the staff to, you know, do things like that. They're just getting the, the you know, bare minimum stuff done. Um, so it's, it's easier. Uh, it gets us better data when we use a consultant to either access that database or make direct contact with cities. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if I call cities, I don't get a response. 
it seems like uh, the the consultants often get a better response. And they get response. their phone calls returned, okay? Right. And that is public data, yep. so they can legally just go and ask for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was included in the council's packet last night. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm glad we cleared that up. Gives me a little insight on that. Let's talk about uh, the general fund of uh, 2023. We're into the second half of 2022. There's going to be a lot of talk about the budget. Uh, right. I'm sure there's more talk last night. There was more talk. Uh, the council saw uh, had their second look at the proposed general fund budget for 2023. That is the, the budget that is uh, supported directly by uh, property taxes and the levy. And we have to, all cities across the state have to adopt their preliminary levy by September 30th. And we always try to have ours on that first meeting in September, that on the city council's agenda. So uh, again, last night was their second look at that um, that budget, proposed budget, and they approved it. Some of the drivers in that budget um, are, we've proposed uh, an additional full-time police officer position. We've taken our uh, the hours that we allocate towards part-time positions, that we have a hard time keeping staffed and people filling those hours, you know, wanting to pick up those hours. We consolidated that to a full-time position, so it's more regular, benefited, so on and so forth. Um, again, the League of Minnesota Cities is recommending um, that cities budget 10 to 15% increases for workers' compensation insurance. Uh, I think it's 5 to 10% for general property insurance premiums for 2023. Um, and we're seeing a reduction in local government aid of $13,000, which doesn't sound like a lot, but to a city the size of Dundas with our general fund budget is about a 1% um, levy increase. So overall, we are proposing a 12% increase in general levy. Um, but with t tax capacity um, and the tax rate, and you know, it's all this big formula, property owners will likely see a slight reduction in the amount of tax they pay specific to the city of Dundas. Yeah, and you have to be uh, careful with that specific to the city because there are several uh, taxing districts right. that are involved with your property tax. All right, so that information now you, you take to the uh, county and say, this is what uh, we're proposing, is that correct? Right, so we'll have all the resolutions prepared mm -hmm. for the September 12th meeting for the council to approve it, and then we'll pass that on to the county, and the county will prepare the preliminary tax um, statements that they send out to all property owners in the county. That's a job I would not want to have. So bless the people who do that. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Janelle, anything else you'd like to mention? Uh, we still have the Dukes tournament in town. Yep. Uh, the Dukes are still alive in the tournament. Still uh, alive in the tournament. Um, the next two weekends, uh, again, are tournament weekends in Dundas. So stop on by. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in on your uh, your vacation time. It's much appreciated. <laughs> sure. Uh, and uh, have a good weekend. Enjoy the uh, son's uh, wedding. And, thank uh, you. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks when you get back. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Janelle Teppen, Dundas City Administrator. 
95.1 FM at AM 1080, KYMN, Northfield, Minnesota. We are one and the same, streaming online at kymnradio.net. If you missed any of this interview or any other interview, it will be available online at our website, kymnradio.net, and uh, over uh, all your uh, favorite podcast platforms as well.